0: Hi,
1: Sarah. Oh, that got a funny laugh. <laughs> I just never know what
0: you're going to do. That's Well, all. you know, I like to mix it up. I like to keep you on your toes, and your tippy tiptoes. toes. What's going on over there? Oh, what is going on over here? Not much.
1: Same really? old, same
0: old. Well, no, that's not true. I'm just, like, having fun. I'm just, you know... I feel like I've been more active than ever. That's been great. Oh, that's fun. Oh, yes. Would
1: you say that people need or book therapy more in december or not
0: yes yep 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 yep. i would have thought maybe not no a lot of therapy uh anytime after a holiday after Mm. everybody has to get together with their family it's kind of like what we talked about a couple episodes ago we're talking about like what creates holiday stress (laughs) (laughs) oh you know
1: right okay so they'll be like at thanksgiving then they'll call you up and be like yeah well i think things kind of it's almost like You know, it can
0: go, I feel like sometimes the year can go either way where Mm -hmm. you're just surviving it and you're like trying to kind of like just keep everything together and then the holidays just throw that, it's like the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's like you can't keep the plate spinning any longer and everything kind of starts to come crashing down. Or you've had a real productive year or like, you know, maybe like a good year, better you know, mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. Uh, objectively and or subjectively. Um, and which one would it be? Objectively or subjectively? Subjectively. Well, it
1: depends. What are you trying to say?
0: Like just based on your own feelings about it. Like just like your own. Oh, just own. objectively. Objectively. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was right the
1: first time. Yeah.
0: Um, and then you get to the end and it's like, ah, I get to reward myself with a night. Like you go into the holiday in a different... It's kind of like... Have I said this to you about how when you get into an argument, you ne- you you leave? However, you went into the argument. No, <laughs> you
1: have said that
0: you you like if you're revved up when you start, you're going to be revved up when you finish. So I feel like if you're already stressed when you you're not going to like leave the holidays less stressed,
1: <laughs> right? That's for sure. That's
0: like not a thing. So <laughs> I think that could be it. And then yeah, people just Do like, you have a tree or what? Oh yeah, I have two. You have two trees? Well, okay, so one, <laughs> I have I have one, one and then there is going to be a new one here in a matter of days. So I have my, like, because at my old house I had two Christmas trees. We would get like a real tree and mm-hmm. then I have an artificial one that I just love. And I have like a really super colorful Christmas motif. Mm. Uh, and so I have, I like set up my artificial tree and... uh Got the ornaments up and we're just like ready. My office is the most festive office that has ever existed. What's in there? Well, all my Christmas stuff, all my colorful Christmas stuff. So in my old house, I had this front room, you know, that room that you go, that is like nobody ever sits in. Yeah. Uh, And it was all like super bright, funky, colorful stuff with my beautiful Joybird couch and chairs that are like super bright orange and, and turquoise and like so fun. And, um... I had like an entire huge room full of Christmas stuff and now it's all, I was like, well, I still want to put up all my fun, colorful Christmas <laughs> stuff in my room that's fun and colorful, which is my office. And so I just jammed everything in here and it just looks wow. like, a, it's a literal Christmas explosion. My God, that must be real festive. It's super fun. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes. It's like the best. It keeps me like happy while I'm working.
1: Yeah. I really love just the whole vibe of the holidays I always have. Just so beautiful. But then I've also said on the show, I'm always glad when I get to clean it up in January, because then This is good. Yeah, the cleansing process, start fresh. That's why
0: I'm so surprised that Mm -hmm. you feel this way about how Christmas songs should carry over into the new year.
1: Oh, I see your point. And not all Christmas songs like winter songs, I suppose. You're more into winter songs. Yes. Yes. Like let it snow.
0: Yeah. It's oh, the same oh, way. Speaking
1: of which, okay, no, keep going. First you. No, no, it's the same way I feel about Monster Mash. There's absolutely no reason why that shouldn't be a year round. Okay, good. Two. I'm on the same
0: subject. So I was, okay. as I was decorating my house, I was like, you know, you know who <laughs> that's, that plays my music. Play. Santa? Uh, no, I, I don't want, I just don't want to say her name and set off your, your thing that controls your music in this room, Susie.
1: Oh, gotcha. gotcha, Got gotcha. So I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. pick up what I'm putting down here. Um, <laughs> So I was like, "Play some Christmas music," and uh, I took a mental note of the song, "The Grinch," because yeah. that's not a Christmas song. It is not okay. And then they it's made me Christmas think of the Monster movie. Mash, and I was like, "We should be playing The Grinch on Halloween." <laughs> that is a good point. This this I I I made a very strong mental note. Of, of this as I was oh decorating God. and I was like think about this Sarah and remember to bring it up so thank you for triggering that little memory yeah is
1: there li- anything in that song that refers to no. Christmas no I was oh thinking about God. every single line I can't you know think of people one people say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie
0: yeah because it takes place on Christmas
1: I would make the argument that The Grinch is not a Christmas movie yeah I kind of do too in a based way based on this new information that I now have yeah Get eighty percent off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at Byte.com. That's b y t e dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: I did. I saw a funny post. I think it was a post somewhere somewhere online. This information exists, but it was like the. It said the Grinch never. You got it wrong. The Grinch never hated Christmas. He just hates people. Yeah, and that made
1: me giggle. <laughs> and I get it. Right, I get it, Grinch. Right? Maybe oh. he was the one that was in the right all along. Why is right. he the villain? Right. It's probably Cindy Lou Who who's like a c- consumer. She's a big bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy Lou Who.
0: Oh, yes. My friend, I want
1: yeah. yes. Go My ahead. friend
0: uh uh, uh mm-hmm. growing up her dad was the producer, not the the ass- assistant oh, producer to Ron Howard in that movie.
1: See, this is what bugs me about you. Why? <laughs>
0: Her name was Brynn. Shout out so, to Brynn
1: and her family. I've been meaning to pick this fight with you. Oh, because I name Here drop things is. like that? No, no, no. I oh. love name dropping. I'm all for that. <laughs> oh, my God. I
0: just almost spit out my coffee. I just almost <laughs> did a l- actual spit a take spit with coffee all over everything. Oh, my God. You kill me.
1: I love name dropping. I am uh, all for it. What I am against is how... Okay. So whenever you experience something, it's what is normal to you or like, there's not as, <laughs> what are you laughing at? you're totally right. <laughs> okay. But I think that you have claimed before that you were at times poor in your childhood. You yeah. were not. And you believe you were. I don't think you're lying. Yeah. I just think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't
0: when I was younger. It was when I, like, I mean, my, we filed for bankruptcy and my house was foreclosed on and we had, like, it was, like, you know, people, like. Things got ugly. Real ugly. It was, yeah. when, you know, and it was, like, 99 cents for Christmas. It was when I was older. I am yeah, not. Yeah, but, but I
1: feel like it was like one year. You, things took a dark turn because I was like old enough to
0: be like I'm take I, I'm on my own now. I'm taking care of myself. <laughs> like it's you're, you're right. Peace out.
1: Because if I was stuck think around, your general and, experience was that of a truly poor person. You know. Oh, in that's your life. for sure. That's, okay, good. That's definite. All right, good. Uh, but I it, as
0: I this. during a time like. You know, I, I know what it was, but no, and definitely not when I was, and also this is the biggest thing it, why Mm -hmm. I will absolutely, uh, cop to my privilege in a million ways. (laughs) Uh, if I needed a thousand dollars, right. There are people I would be able to call.
1: Right. And that's my litmus test. Yes. Although, I mean, you can still be poor and know someone with $1,000. Right. You know. But, but I, like I think they're in like general. they are like one
0: person removed and it wouldn't be, you know, I would be. Right. I, you know.
1: And I think that makes I'd a be, huge difference in how you live your life. Absolutely. 100% if you know you, it does. Yeah. You're not going to be like homeless, which right. I still to this day believe that I will be homeless. Oh my God. <laughs> so I really funny. do.
0: Yeah. No, we had definitely had, you know, and uh, uh, I also. There was a lot of, like, displays of well like, yeah, I just grew yeah. up in, yeah. And, like, when your well, parents you're are in the with, industry. you're hanging out with, like, the producers yes, from. Yes, exactly, 100%. Yeah. The, and ugh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I was shopping at at Payless Shoes for sure, but I was hanging out with everybody else who had the name brand shit. which is why I loved that (laughs) documentary that you suggested to me. Susie, you're always right. I should just know, if you (laughs) say that it's really good, then I need to tune in ASAP. It was fantastic. Yeah, you guys have to watch it. You really do. It's so insightful. And it just makes you think about so much. And mm-hmm. it's one of those where like there's messages, like it's very layered.
1: Yeah, and so I think it's a cultural it, study, really. Yeah, is. it
0: really is, and and it's so interesting. And it just got me in the real documentary kind of mood.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: I've been in one, and I saw a whole bunch of really good ones.
1: Ooh, this is exciting. Yes. Well, let me, let me just sabotage your uh, oh, yeah, momentum yeah. to say that if you are like so many people during the holidays and you are struggling to pay your bills and worried about all the debt that you might incur with the gift-giving season, you might be thinking about uh, how you can make a little bit of money. Well, one way to stop spending it so much is with Lightstream. They um, are a company that will consolidate your high-interest credit card balances to a lower rate and you can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with autopay. Um and your rate is fixed so that as rates continue to rise yours won't. And the application is online, and it's super easy. We've had a lot of people do it and have a lot of luck and feel really good about it. And just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash braincandy, dot mcom slash Candy. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply, and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash braincandy for more information. Um, Did you want to talk about your uh, various documentaries? Yeah, because I have one for you. What is it? It's
0: so good. It's just, it's like a little character study, but like so much deeper than that. It's, it's, or just like a snapshot of a person. It's 28 minutes long or something like that. And it's on Netflix and it's about this woman named Lorena Ramirez. I can almost, I mean, she's like 18. I think she's 18. Mm, I'm pretty sure she's 18 oh no she's 24 um but she just won and keeps winning uh ultra marathons
1: oh my god have you seen this no I've Uh, read a book about ultra marathons
0: okay so she's going to write like this the even just watching the preview this is how I was like oh my god I have to watch this watching the preview of it made me cry Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. So she is from a hmm. town where, I mean, it's, you can't even call it town. She lives in the middle of nowhere in uh, uh, Chihuahua, Mexico. And she hmm. lives in a place where the, the school, the closest school, is a four to five hour walk. And then oh to go to the grocery store is a three, two to three hour walk. And she's from a mm. uh, community of people who are known for their long-distance running. And wow. Yeah. So it's the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the name. It's uh, Tarahumara, Tara a group of indigenous people from the deep canyons of Chihuahua, Mexico, that are known for their long-distance running. And they're wow. like the ethnographers like translated the name of this, these people into the light footed people or those who run fast. So it is like mm. the coolest thing to see. She keeps winning and winning by a lot. There is no one behind her. Susie. She's, now ultra
1: marathons, I believe are a hundred miles. Yeah. Yes. This one that she,
0: that she recently finished is 63 miles, but she raced one that was, she did one that was a hundred. She's do, I mean, she's done yeah. hundreds of them now and she keeps winning. What is she like? Well, this is the best part. Why it just like touches my heart. She's like, she never, she doesn't even speak. And she, when she mm-hmm. wins, she like never smiles. It is really what? sad because like, like it's all, I, I was, there's so much I want to unpack. But first the part that's mm-hmm. so beautiful is that you see her lined up there with all of these elite runners who have all like, they're the best in the world. Best, you know, yeah. they that are doing this. In all of their uniforms and all of their, like, fancy-ass mm-hmm. gear, she is running in her sandals and her mm-hmm. skirt and all the, tr- like, just mm. her clothes that she sews wow. with her mom. And it, like, that, seeing there's this beautiful shot of them, like, panning across the feet of people and you see her feet. And, oh it, like, I, I mean, I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then she just talks about running. And what it's like for her and how it like clears her mind and how she and she just says to herself, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. And there's so many things that are like such a metaphor for life in there. And it was just it's gorgeous. The the cinematography is so yeah. beautiful. And her story, but there were so many things like when she wins, you you it almost like is like she looks sad. It's like she yeah, looks why? sad to stop her. I don't they didn't know. ask her. And she's so I think she's so reserved. It, she, because the very last scene, it says like courtesy of or like with permission of Lorena Ramirez. And I think she's so like private
1: that she wouldn't even give an interview. Oh, she's not interviewed in the film? Barely. Like a little bit, but not a lot. It's Who's telling the story well, then?
0: She is, but, but it's, and her father is and her sis- siblings huh. are, but... And it's real quick, so a lot of it's just oh. like narrator and but it's the most interesting thing to see how she is when she when somebody asks her, like, Oh my gosh, I'm such a fan, let me take a photo with you and she doesn't <laughs> even crack a smile. And I was wondering if that's because she has no like point not like point of reference, she knows what the hell a photo is. But like she doesn't have social media, she doesn't have the phone, she doesn't have the internet, she doesn't have a TV, she doesn't have a photo album, she doesn't have like the ability to look like print it out on what like a website and look at it everything yeah. so maybe the the joy that comes from taking photos isn't the same for her isn't there because she doesn't get the return on that like i wanted to know what your take i've like talked for a million years yeah. on this why somebody wouldn't would
1: be like that
0: and i guess right, you have to see I mean, it but
1: on one hand you could think okay well she's not familiar with social norms so it might be a bit odd the behavior but we know that smiling is universal. We know that from the uncontacted peoples and things like that. Right. And, and she so, does smile
0: every now and then, but just about different things.
1: Yeah, maybe her disposition is just sober. But I cannot imagine why. It's,
0: it's a very interesting thing. But I they give a little bit of hint as to why she oh. her her father explains like this is how we've this is how I grew up, this is how they've grown up, and they grow up alone with no friends. Oh, man. It's just the fam. It's just them there. And they're closest. To- Anybody who lives close is like two hours away. I don't like it. And then it just seems sad.
1: Yeah, that would be hard to
0: be excited about. running. And she's so good. And you just look at... You'd never, ever look at her and be like, yeah, that's an elite runner right there. Never. And she's <sighs> got her, her... And then she gets all these... Like, she gets sent like, you know, all these shoes, all these sponsorships. <laughs> right, 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 right. And there was this amazing scene where she's, like, opening up a box and looking at the shoes. And she's like, they just don't ever feel right. Like, you know, I don't like how they feel on my feet. And then she goes, and, you know, everybody who wears them is always behind me.
1: (laughs) And I was like, oh, dang. Shade. She's throwing shade. She doesn't smile, but, man, And that's when she smiled. (laughs) This is my kind of gal. I think you'd love her. Oh, my God. Our badass bitch of the week, Lorena Ramirez. The book that I had read about ultra marathons was called Born to Run. And it was about a guy who discovered that there was these people who, as she does, run these insane yes. distances and often do so barefoot or with sandals. And he started exploring, like, is that advantageous to superior running if oh. you have not these fancy shoes, but simple shoes that conform to your foot? And I think that's when... We were going through that phase where people started wearing those mittens on their feet, or like gloves. Oh, I had those. Okay, that was like a very popular. Yeah.
0: Oh, they feel so good.
1: And And have your toes spread.
0: Oh, it feels amazing.
1: (laughs) There's no way it feels amazing. It does for me. Really?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I feel like I got more. uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, now you're making me want to like get a pair of
1: those again. Well, people claim that because they it simulate barefoot, that it's better for your body. I don't know about all that, but yeah, it's interesting, certainly.
0: I said that she had, like, even after running eight miles, her heart rate is only at, like, 130 beats per minute, which is, like, nothing.
1: What do you think it is? Do you think it's genes or it's just
0: Oh, combination, and it's environment, and it's acclimation. Like, she's living at, it's, like, what your body's used to. She runs everywhere. She goes, and it's all on really uneven and, like, uphill, uphill, you know, it's, oh my gosh, she lives in the most beautiful place. It's gorgeous. It's like, huh. i want to go running there. It would make me want to run. And you know what? I know there's something that happens. So I experienced this when I was in Peru, hiking like the Machu Picchu Trail, where mm-hmm. something, like, there's something about trail running for me where it feels almost like primal mm-hmm. in a... Deep way where I have to say, like you know, I would say I told Land, I'm like I'm out of, like I gotta run, and I had to. And the guide was like, Oh wait, so oh no, she's gone. And like I (laughs) like took off, and I mean it feel and it felt instinctive, like Hmm. it was so and like a spiritual experience, like because you're almost like not thinking, and that because you have to be so aware of where you're stepping. And yeah. so you're so present and doing, and I had no, I have no concept of like how much time is passing or how much, how much distance I've covered. Huh. And like two hours went by and I was like still running.
1: Good Lord. And it's like fine. That sounds terrible. It
0: was wonderful. And it was, I'm not, I'm not somebody who would call myself a runner, but it's like a different yeah. kind of
1: running. Right.
0: Yes. And so I can see it like, it, it feels I think if you like tap into that and then you're, mm-hmm. you don't have any other distraction or stimulation in yeah. anything else, that that reward pathway gets really strengthened and you just love, that's like your, yeah, yeah, that's like your drug almost.
1: Well, if you don't want to run to the store, I think the best option is Instacart. Yeah, you don't have to walk two to three miles like she does. (laughs) Right. That poor girl could use some Instacart. She really could. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Hilarious. (laughs) You can get your groceries delivered to you in as fast as an hour, or you can pick a time that works with your schedule. You don't even want to know how many times I used this during the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Um, It was so handy because... You know, if you need something, it's last minute or you just don't have time to go run to the store. You don't feel like it. This is such a good way to get what you need and have it brought right to your house. Your personal shopper will gather your groceries and they will pick out produce or whatever you need. And then they will bring it right to you. Try Instacart and get $10 off and free delivery on your first order. To get this limited time offer, download the mobile app or go to Instacart.com and enter our promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's $10 off and free delivery on your first order today in the mobile app or at Instacart.com. And don't forget to enter our code BRAINCANDY. Yep. Oh, that's yes. cool. I'm Really cool. I'm so watch that. It's
0: just like a, a little quick one. And yeah, she finished that ultra marathon, sixty-three miles, in twelve hours and forty-four minutes. Oh my god! And we're not talking flat, like I do not understand it. She's she beats them by so much. It's like the best. Is and it to co-ed? See her, or yes. It, and to oh see her run past these guys who are just like decked out and all their fancy stuff, and she's you and, you and it's so, so pretty. She cannot. like holds up the corner of her skirt while she runs too.
1: Oh my God! Do you think that it's co-ed because in ultra marathons it's more even, or because they don't do that in regular marathons? It's, oh, like everybody uh, starting at the same time and everything. I mean, marathons are co-ed, but they do like the number one in the female category, and yeah. you know how they do different yeah. ones. I think but they don't do I, that.
0: Yeah, it was just she won, and wow. and the person who won before the years before was her dad. No. So her dad won a whole bunch, and then she started winning.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, and it really is a beautiful, beautiful documentary.
1: Hmm. Good so, yeah. tip. What did you say it was one?
0: called, though? It's it's called know. Lorena Lorena mm. Runs or something. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's
0: her name in the title. Okay. L O R E N A. But so good, and That's uh, really but cool. you know what? I have a because I was looking for more info on it, and I have a. Well, I'll put this up. I have a. um, REI did an article on her, and it's really good. And that has, and that will give, you know, all the info and maybe info about the documentary, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's cool. Yes. And then I watched a really cool one on beauty. Ooh. Yes. What is it called? Super interesting. Well, this was that show explained, and it was all about beauty. Like, what is beautiful? And it seems like something that's like, would have an easy answer but it really doesn't tell me and so like one of the so a few there were a few highlights a few things that so like there was this kind of like idea and that was you know held for a long time like you know when darwin came out with this idea that everything that's beautiful is like a a biological advantage for like survival of like survival yeah right okay and like but there are certain animals, especially birds, that kind of break that, and that he couldn't explain. And the peacock is one of them. And how, mm-hmm. by having all those feathers, it really makes it so he can't fly, and it's like right. not that advantageous. And it's all about how the female perceives it. So it's right. like it's they're good for mating. Yes, and it's a perception of beauty. It's like. Mm. Yeah, I think this is beautiful. And so like he titled it useless beauty. And beauty that was like bad for... Like a peacock. It's like accidental beauty. Like there's nothing about having a bunch of colors like that that would protect you in the wild. That would like...
1: I see. So So her attraction to it isn't... Like a lot of attraction is I like a big man because he would protect me. Correct. We might not think that, but that's the evolutionary explanation. and like my
0: offspring are going to be better i see and this able is to just survive horny more yes okay totes and so mm-hmm. adaptation by natural selection does not explain ornamental decorating interesting and birds are like covered in ornamental decorations that really make okay, them easier so what's the to answer? see and so it's like really it's pleasure it's like what do i get pleasure out oh of my seeing God. so then the researchers are like well now we have to look at where pleasure like lives in the brain and it yeah. lives, so it lives in and like, and there are like three, n- n- like, like neurotransmitter systems that are involved. Dopamine, the obvious one, that's like, oh yeah, look at that, it makes it feels good, and then sure. the core of pleasure, which is our endocannabinoid, like endo cannabinoid like basically the same thing that like weed affects and yeah. opioid receptors so those are like ooh, it makes it feel good but then mm. recently they've discovered this new place in the brain well like new to us it's been there for forever that they call the dmn and what does it stand for default mode network so this is like an area of your brain that only lights up when you don't use your brain like when you're just zoned out mm. And they found that this area of the brain lights up more when you look. So if you look at art, this Mm -hmm. area of the brain will light up when you look at art that you decide is more pleasurable to you. Yeah. So there isn't like just one like... Everybody thinks that this is pleasurable. Like, we can't, like, there's no agreed upon, like, this is beautiful. Interesting. It's based on whatever our past experiences are, whatever we've experienced in the world yeah, before. Yeah, beauty's
1: in the eye of the beholder. Exactly.
0: And the only time that this part of the brain lights up is when we're either doing nothing or looking at something that we decide is beautiful. And the, one of the coolest things in there that I thought you would really love, there's like a million cool things in here that I thought you'd love, but... Where they're studying this, especially, is in dementia patients, because no. it doesn't change. What your what you believe is beautiful, yeah. even when your memories go, is still there. Mm, so they would show. So they mixed up. They would show these paintings to uh, uh, individuals that have dementia. And there'd be like 14 paintings and they told them to rank them and they would be all different kinds of styles of art from like, you know, impressionism to like cubism to everything, like all different Mm -hmm. kinds represent. And -hmm. they said, rank them in order of what you like, you think is most aesthetically pleasing. And then they would ask them, you know, two weeks later, they like rearrange the paintings again, ask them to put it in order and they would be almost identical every time. That's really cool. Isn't that cool that your idea of what's yeah. beautiful, even when all your memories go, even when mm-hmm. your brain like, so it really shows like who we really are is still in there. And it's there was mm. this wonderful woman who was talking about art programs that she brings to uh, you know people with dementia, and yeah. she like does art with them, and that they she says one of the most interesting things to see is like their use of color and movement, and how that stays the same even if the subject matter changes and their memories of things change or all this. And you can just see like who the person was through stuff like that.
1: That is so fascinating. Isn't and I pretty? It, I am bothered though by like the idea of useless beauty and why that would be the case. Because now that we've kind yeah. of connected the dots, like typically attraction yeah, has its roots in something that's evolutionary advantageous. Right. So what's going but, on with those
0: birds? Yeah.
1: Like... I wonder what that is. And why they didn't, they
0: would- you know, it's like one of those where, like, this idea leads to this idea. And I would, that would be sure. something interesting to continue to unpack of, like, what, because yeah. then this led me down this whole thing of, like, what is beauty? Because they I did, love
1: that, though. You That's know, so interesting. It totally
0: did. And they were talking about how so much of what we consider beautiful is just, a, you know, a social construct which
1: oh, i hate that duh. but yes it is <laughs> and
0: so like the 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 one example they gave was impressionist paintings and how when impressionist paintings first came out they were like this isn't even art and now if you poll people uh, impressionist paintings is the most is the one that people like say is their favorite
1: yeah just
0: because of sheer exposure
1: Right, there's a real fine line between I mean this goes for anything that's subjective like drinking a glass of wine and whether it tastes good to you okay, or not. Yeah. And yet there's these people that are the experts who would say here's why this is great and right. you know why you should like it. And that can influence uh. you or whatever, but it is strange how even when there's something that's supposedly just whether you like it or not, but then we'd try to decide, no no no, this is good taste. And, and this it's, is bad taste.
0: It's totally about... Okay, so that makes me think. So one of the other things that they mentioned is how we know that it's not fixed from birth is with a, a, a study of colors and preferences and colors and mm. how also how our experiences influence what we like and don't like and yeah. that those likes and dislikes are usually an advantage. There's like a, an advantage in liking or not liking that. And I'll explain. Hmm. So they looked at color preferences with babies and with adults. And the color... And they looked at like eye tracking and like, you know what? The baby's eye focus on. So blah, blah, blah. Um, The color dark yellow, the baby would spend a lot of time looking at that color as if to like say, I enjoy this color. Uh, It is the least liked color by adults because in our world... Everything that we experience that is that color is disgusting. Is like urine, or <laughs> right? Like vomit, vomit, and it's yeah. gross. So it's our learned experience of like that color equals nasty stuff.
1: Oh, that's interesting. And
0: a baby doesn't babies, have that yeah. yet, and so they're yeah, like, they "Ooh, no I context. like this color."
1: Well, one thing that we can all agree that we love is love. I love. That. I just wrote that on Ren's picture, as a matter I of fact. I know, it was so cute. <laughs> Because everyone loves love and everyone loves to be in love. and if you happen to be in love and getting married, you should use Zola. They are the one-stop shop for wedding planning and registry. Um, and then you can make your happy little moment with your with your partner even happier. So here's a scoop. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful with wedding websites, registry invites, um, a guest list manager, all in one place. They have free wedding website designs, and it's the highest-rated registry of all time. So come on. And plus, they have beautiful, affordable invites and paper, and they'll help you collect addresses and track online RSVPs um, with their free guest list manager. And they've helped one million couples get married, so they'll help you too. And it's great for guests as well. Sign up at zola.com/braincandy today to get your free personalized paper sample. Then use code SAVE50 to get 50% off your save the dates. That's zola.com/braincandy and promo code SAVE50. Yes. Um so wait. Anyway, the babies don't they babies like dark yellow R- regular peeps
0: us but grown-ups most, are yeah. like Ugh. So it shows us that like our, so that made me think about what you said about wine. And mm-hmm. so if there are things that we associate with being luxurious, delicious,
1: high yeah. class, whatever, it's yes. that. I'm telling you, this is what's happened with that dumb Gucci belt. A hundred percent. Cause when I first saw it, I did not know it was Gucci. And I thought, why is everyone wearing that thing? Right. Like, I don't get it. But then once I knew it was Gucci and I kept seeing it more and more and more, eventually I was like, oh, I think that's cute. And then I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just That is so funny because that was
0: one of the things that I was like, was in the running for your birthday present.
1: Well, what, I would have been year. excited because I do like it now, but it's because I've been influenced. Yeah. Influencer culture
0: works. It totally, totally does. And so then that took <laughs> me on like a deep dive of like, what is beautiful over the ages which is really interesting. Like, survive, like things that men found attractive in like different. Oh,
1: man. Which I already you thought have I was. It?
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I'm which I already die. thought I was annoyed that the title of it was, was <laughs> Surprising Traits Men Found Attractive Throughout History. I was like, <gasps> Yeah. You know, and that just right. happens to be the article I pulled up, but like, insert eye roll. You know, I was like, Right. Because really, that's, that's Fuck our. Those guys. Our. Uh, uh, like it's just the reverse of the peacock thing. Yes, it is. We are the ornamental things. So one of the one, so an, the ancient Greeks they idealized the unibrow. Shut up. They were like really into it, and they used to like <laughs> they were really into super it. into it, and they would like highlight the hair just above their nose by like putting like some makeup on that, and oh. yeah.
1: Oh, I love this. They wanted
0: like big, thicker, bushier eyebrows. So that was kind of, and it's almost like, okay, so almost every single one of these things that I'm going to list is like what we would label, like we've gone the complete opposite direction. Yeah. So in Spartan or Sparta, women had short hair. It was like all about the short haircut. But I also didn't like when I read on about this, that it was, they kept their hair long until they were married. Then they cut it all off. Which made me feel like, is it really just, you know.
1: Yeah, right. That's but, just a way of saying, like, this yeah. person's expired. Exactly.
0: Right. So then I was like, mm, I don't like that. Um, but then Helen of Troy, they said that uh, her as a queen, she had tattoos of red suns on her chin and cheeks. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that, that she was, like, rocking, rocking the, why. Uh, the the face tats.
1: <laughs> right. That's
0: a bold move. Bold. Right. How much would it take for you to do that? Zero. Like, and I'm never doing that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... Mm, 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 There's
1: no amount of money?
0: No amount of money. And you know what? hundred million funny? dollars. funny, like, remember how I was, like, all about, like, I am getting a tattoo. I've got to get one. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of don't... I'm good now. What happened? I oh don't my God. know. I just feel like I'm fine. It was your bangs. It was my bangs. And that's why I tell people, like, like when... Remember when we were talking before about yes. feeling anxiety over a tattoo? And I'm like, that, that's what yeah. is other stuff that's going on in
1: your life right now. Not that, like... You know, I still stand oh by that. Oh my God. I told Sarah that my, I figured out what my bangs Oh yeah, is. this is great. Oh, this is good. I realized that anytime like I'm struggling with something or like in transition or whatever, that I start being like, I should go to school. I should go <laughs> to law school. I should get another PhD. I should like, it's absurd. Right. Like I should just get bangs. That's like trying to create <laughs> chaos. Yeah, really. It t- or like as you aptly noted, it's really seeking uh outside validation. Oh, look at me. I was uh, Yeah. I thought, was yep, right that's, up. that's exactly <gasps> right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, Because well, that, that's what
0: it's like for me. I, I say that because I can definitely relate. Relate.
1: Yeah. Well, and everybody has something that is their bangs. Yes. I think where you're you might be having a hard time and your go-to might be whatever if it's not bangs it might be a tattoo if it's not that it might be to go to grad school whatever
0: yeah you have to find out what it is it's your like extreme response to like stress yeah stress or like looking okay now that you even say this it makes my wheels churn yeah and uh uh it's like if you need to make change in one area or you have experienced a lot of change in one area, yeah. there's that kind of like that transfer of arousal thing where it's like, I know I'll make change over here and then it'll explain the anxiety I'm having about
1: mm-hmm. this
0: other change that's going on.
1: Yeah. I think it's typically avoidance of something. Avoidance. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yes. You know, dealing with pain
0: or... That's just such um, a perfect way to summarize it when I have to like mm-hmm. write notes and stuff. I'm like, oh, utilize yeah. this as a way of means of <laughs> avoidance for... We're a
1: good know. team. We are, right? I'm like, count that. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. But anyway, that is so intriguing that that those beauty standards were so different.
0: Yeah. And how about how like in Japan, a symbol of beauty was black teeth? Why? Yeah. Oh, wait. They would,
1: they Wasn't would there an
0: add false teeth to, to like on top of their other teeth. Yeah. It's, and you there, know what, in this article reason? they didn't really give me, it, it, they didn't really give like any explanation as to why it just said like, you know, bones dating back to the time showed evidence of, of tooth blackening from, you know, a really long wow. time ago. So it just I says, remember yeah, we've I covered some I, of these before. Yeah. And they just talk about it in history, so blah,
1: blah, blah. I made a tweet one time about how people are not going to like these full bushy eyebrows that we have going on right now. Yeah. You know, because whenever somebody does a throwback right now, if they have this. Yeah. They always like apologize for them and kind of self-deprecate about it. And I just feel like you don't need to. That was in style. Yeah. You know, we look good and now we don't have that style. So they've grown out. Yeah. All that. But you think we're going to be apologizing for the big bushy ones Absolutely. I think, I
0: think we're going to be like, oh gosh. And then like, so this article, of course, led me to other ones. And there was one that was looking at makeup and how it's really like, well, basically like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like if you wear no makeup, then you're like not trying hard enough. But if you wear too much makeup, you're trying too hard. And yeah. I think the tons of makeup look is going to be one that we go back and are like what were we that we
1: got, really
0: we learned too much about highlighting and all that
1: <laughs> i can see that
0: you know like it swings so when i went to the dermatologist <laughs> this is just a personal story now when i went to the dermatologist a little bit ago it was uh like f- right in the morning, like eight o'clock in the morning appointment and i had not <laughs> put any makeup on and I go in there and, you know, she's talking to me about like, you know, what do you wear for skincare? And I like take out my little like, you know, CC cream and I'm like, oh, I I use this and like it's got some SPF in it. And she goes, oh, and you don't really wear makeup, right? And she said it in a way where I was like, oh, she's judging me. And I was like, I'm just not wearing, I didn't, I was like, yeah, not really. But like, she totally said it in a way that made me feel judged.
1: That made me feel like she
0: was like implying, like, it was like, well, you don't really wear makeup, right? Like but like it was a bad thing. Really? But not like not like it was a bad thing that I don't because like for your skincare. More like a <laughs> oh you're one of those women who just doesn't put any effort in. <laughs> you don't give it. a shit. You don't <gasps> give a shit. Yes. Oh that's that's god. what I felt and this could totally be my own stuff. Sarah, that's hilarious. But that is I was like, "Oh my god, is she? Is she?" And so I she's wanted to be like you, you know, and I just laughed cuz I'm like, "No no no, like like I, 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 I know how to contour and overdraw
1: my lips. I'll do that. Well, you are very good at makeup, but the truth is, you really don't need it. I, so I oh would take gosh. it as a compliment. Well, thanks. But she did not, was not handing it she out did. like it was one. <laughs> She didn't mean it like that. No. Well, if you want to run to CVS or whatever and get some CC cream or you want a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., Postmates is the answer. They will deliver right to your door. I love Postmates. You can get like wine or sushi or oh, whatever some you want delicious, for dinner. uh we got delicious, what's that? Pho, that
0: soup, Vietnamese soup.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. That delivered. Hot, piping hot. That is so fun. I love it. You can try like new restaurants and stuff without actually having to go anywhere. You can get cozy and enjoy your tree. It's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Sarah knows when I get a migraine, I Postmates donuts. Yes. Oh, I love when you get... Well, I mean, I
0: hate when you get a migraine, but if I so happen to be there, it's not the (laughs) worst thing that happened to me all week.
1: Yeah. And so you don't have to go to the store. They'll bring it right to you. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners... $100 of free delivery credit for first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use our code BRAINCANDY. That's code BRAINCANDY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code BRAINCANDY. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh moving one, on. Yes.
0: So one of the the last little bit from this documentary that I wanted to share with you that I think is super cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: so this reminded me of you remember how we were talking about like what the perfect song is or what like the most Oh yeah. liked song mm-hmm. is. So researchers uh from a, like a a firm, like a team of re- like it's just like a, you know, not not academic, I should say. Okay. Um Asked a 1,000 Americans over the course of, I think it was like 11 days, a bunch of questions um, to try to find out what the perfect painting was. Like Painting? They were, yes. Because this was mm. all about like the beauty thing. So it's like, what's the most wanted painting? So they'd ask them questions like, what's your favorite color? Do you prefer paintings with sharp edges or sharp Ooh. soft curves? Uh, do you like smooth canvases or thick brushstrokes? And mm. they asked this and they came up with a painting that had... Like a, they were all like similar like they had features like a blue sky. there was a, a, shelter, a rock that provided like some kind of shelter. There was something edible. <laughs> and the most interesting thing, though, so they, they, they made this, you know, got this painting, like, you know they like were like, "Ooh, that's interesting." And then the, the uh, agency was like, or firm, or whatever the hell you call these people who are doing the research, were like, "Hmm, let's try it in other countries." So they tried it in 13 mm-hmm. other countries. With surprisingly similar results. Come on, like the paintings look exactly like each other
1: when, no. like, when you
0: render them and you like. Put, where did you put read this together? This was in that beauty. Oh, uh, it was. Documentary. and you could see them, and you can see them, and it's oh, so, and God. they called it the African savanna hypothesis, where Why? there's something that's really pleasing to us about these things that go back, that date back to things that would have been mm. there from like the dawn of time.
1: Wow. A, blue, a
0: big open blue sky, something edible that like helps us like, you know, survival and all that, that like a shelter, a rock that provides shelter. And even like the idea of a big rock is almost like this feeling of like, we're like humbled in, in the presence of something else. Like, it's really interesting to me that they all were so similar.
1: That is so weird. Yeah. So, and not people in the painting. Yes, there were people. And in, in it, they, the people were
0: different. And like what the, there was, sometimes there was an animal in it. And in the one in, uh, that was done in America. And also I should say that this was conducted in the, I think it was in 1993 or 97. When was it? Mm-hmm. 1990, 1993. Um, mm-hmm. So it said that 56% of Americans said they wanted historical figures in their paintings rather than mod- mo- modern celebrities. So there was oh. a picture of George Washington in it.
1: Okay. You know, because this is like,
0: they gather all the info, they analyze yeah. the results, and then like some computer program is like, here's your painting. Fix
1: it out. You know? Right.
0: And so they had different, like the blue landscape, you know, things were a little bit different in, in every scene. But like people who look at the art is like, their, like one their art themes. critic was like, this painting is so dull, so predictable. It's something you could buy at Kmart. Hmm. So it was like a ton, like everything that I everybody wonder, thought was popular. But it's the same. That's the part that is so took, crazy.
1: If you took one of those paintings that the computer created yeah. and then, I don't know, showed them Starry Night or whatever, mm. some famous painting, <gasps> if they would choose that one over a famous, Ooh. you know
0: good, I'm sure that they, that this, that they've, why wouldn't they follow up with this t- other test that That's you're talking about? This Bring is a really good. Yeah. Right. No joke. <laughs> this is what happens and you leave some firm <laughs> right. up to it. They're like, yeah, okay, research done. We're, We're like, done. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we we have, can build on this. We have more questions. But then they also did the reverse and they did, they uh, uh, tried to find out what was the most unwanted painting what is it yeah it's really so i'm looking at it right now it's 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 a room that's kind of like dark and somber looking there's a cat staring out the window outside looks really (laughs) creepy and icy and there's a picture of jesus on the crucifix in the front yard like like, out in the front yard like we do not want to see jesus on the cross
1: wow apparently according to this to the catholic church right
0: but then it's like that there's something in there too because that's like the whole point of make people like that's what gar- what gothic architecture did.
1: Mm-hmm. They're
0: like, oh, we're gonna make these churches huge, especially like you know in the dark ages when like like
1: mm-hmm.
0: life on earth sucks, it's awful. <laughs> Just give it over to God and like it, heaven is where you're gonna feel good and you know yeah. So that like there was that was intention behind. The architecture mm-hmm. to kind of make you feel like that, and I wonder if the art kind of had an intention to make you be like, mm, "See, look at what you've done." <laughs> right? Isn't I isn't guilt the whole that. thing? Isn't that one of their like pillars or something? What?
1: Yeah, what if that's their pillar? Guilt. The guilt. Well, why the hell did they put a cat in it? I don't. I feel sad for that cat. Right. Nobody I, likes I, it.
0: I don't know. I have no idea. Like people
1: hate cats.
0: Well, and well, no, because some of the other paintings had some cats in it. You know, okay. like I don't know.
1: Maybe they don't like cats looking out the window.
0: Yeah, or there's something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I would have to How click weird. and find. Like, yeah, there's something about that one that is. Wait, I'll pull it up and I'll show you, and then you can see,
1: and then you could be like, yeah, 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 there you go. I do think it's fun when people try to. Um, Make something scientific that feels like it shouldn't be, like yeah, even just the like thing this. we did before about the science—the best song according right. to science or whatever. Huh? These pictures are interesting. Like, I like the one with the cat. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> Although well, the one, the most beautiful one, is much better.
0: Yeah, and it look and you, can you see how it's like kind of got that like African savannah?
1: Hypothesis, yeah, and like, you can like It see. looks like a photograph rather than a painting. Yeah. Whereas the other one's clearly a painting. So that was probably one. It was like thick.
0: That the then you can kind of like infer from from that in comparing the two. Like, oh, the people probably liked a more clear brushstroke, more mm-hmm. like outlined lines. They liked to you know to Do be you know, outside like rather than inside. It doesn't. Well, here's it. Doesn't make me feel good.
1: <laughs> what? It, well, wait. It almost, what about- it's
0: it's almost like like. Okay, it creates an emotional response, but it's almost like one where it's it's kind of, like, uneasy. Don't yeah. you feel like you look at that and it creates an uneasy feeling? Which, if you yeah. interpret art as, like, something that's just supposed to change your, like, st- current state and, like, make you feel different, then, yeah, that does that. But I don't think that I look at that and I feel better. I feel kind of like, ugh
1: yeah I would agree, even if it didn't have the crucifix.
0: <laughs> right, okay, yeah. And then when you like go through it and you're like looking closer at things, you're like, "Oh yeah, I, d- I kind of don't
1: like that. All right, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, but they also did it, so then like this this project like sparked a bunch of other people to kind of create similar projects, and they mm. did it with like uh the best song, like the most pleasurable song, but they like created it. Oh. And they did pleasurable and unpleasurable, and they did this in nineteen. Oh, let me see. No, no, two thousand. Where? When is it? Two thousand? No, nineteen ninety seven. So they they based on the results of polling people, they asked what kind of music people liked and didn't like. and they teamed up with a composer and a lyricist, and they created the most wanted song and most unwanted song. And the mm-hmm. most wanted song is a five minute long R and B love song. No. Yeah. And I listened to it. It's not that great, but maybe in 1997 I would have liked it.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like Casey like, and JoJo, like or It could have
0: been. It could have been on the soundtrack to Waiting to Exhale.
1: <laughs> I love which that I soundtrack. It is That's so good. Great. It has the
0: best TLC song on it of all time. <laughs> Everybody should definitely check out that soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. I know. Okay. So, and what's it, the it, worst type of song? The worst song they. I did not listen like to polka. it. Polka. But, yes, it is an accordion-heavy postmodern epic it. whose long stretches of, quote, cowboy music are interspread with a rapping oh opera singer.
1: Yep, that about covers it.
0: Yes, but this article said, but even that Frankenstein tune found some fans on the dance floor in a short VH1 <laughs> documentary on the projected memorabilia. Me- what? on the project memorably attested okay yeah yeah so they they said like you know basically like this documentary was like yeah look at how some people like it so now i'm gonna have to watch that documentary
1: that's really funny yeah my grandparents were super into polka i mean i know i'm german and that kind of makes sense but like (sighs) they were really into it
0: but like what is i don't even know what polka sounds like just a lot of oompa oompa
1: there's a lot i mean the chicken dance is polka
0: oh well
1: that's fun yeah.
0: <laughs> <Something like
1: that. laughs> but yeah, it's usually got an accordion. Yeah. And um, they were huge fans of this guy who is related to Weird Al Yankovic, who also plays the accordion, um, called Frankie Yankovic. And they would go see him in concert and do dance hall type stuff. Oh end.
0: my goodness. Well, you know, what? Maybe it's, 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 how different is that than line dancing? I mean, I'm
1: sure a lot of the same people would go for yeah, it. Yeah, I am not in. Yeah, I'm not. That, <laughs> that's not for us, but yeah. that's all right.
0: You couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't catch me at one of those stagecoach festivals. Really? <sighs> um, yeah. Well, and that I shows how much I love such... you because I did. I like. Well, I mean, I had no problem going to Casey Musgraves or whatever it's fine, huh. but like that's like just, you know, because uh, how do you dance to that music?
1: Oh, wow. You don't
0: like country? No, nah, not really. I, like, oh I, I do God. like some country songs. I like yeah. old country. I love Dolly Parton. I like mm-hmm. Johnny Cash. I, and what, and I, was, I was having this conversation the other day that um, it's, it has more to do with what was going on in my life at the time. So, like, when I played water polo, I was on a team with girls who loved country music. And all mm-hmm. we listened to on the bus was Tim McGraw, and so, and yeah. like the Dixie Chicks. So I have a few country albums memorized at like every single word I know. And from a very specific time period in country music. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And it's so good. And I can like karaoke the hell out of one of those country songs. But uh, I love it because that was just a, such a fun time in my life. And I had such great friendships and all that going on in my water polo team that uh, I've like... You know, it's that that I associate with it. But I live in a new country and I'm like, what is this?
1: Oh, my God. I I really did not know this about you. Yeah.
0: And I still don't stand behind like how do you dance to country music? I mean, it's just line dance.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not looking to dance to it. I just like singing to it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's different. It's like singing to it or uh, because I like some, I don't know. I just like to be able to.
1: I really it just like feels it. funny to go be... to co-
0: concerts that are for country music because how do you not
1: dance at a concert? I don't know. It just feels like
0: what you're supposed to do is
1: dance. Well, they dance. I mean, it's yeah. just not the kind of they dance. They maybe dance you. They're not grinding like you, Sarah. i <laughs> like, grinding.
0: What if? Just joking. That's what I'm doing. I'm just like bumping and grinding to the Wade and Dexail soundtrack.
1: <laughs> what if? Well, actually, probably I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of slower songs on that, though. Yes. That's funny. Oh, my God. You're a hoot. Oh, my gosh. You're making me laugh. My cheeks are so funny. I, my, uh, my like, sort of Christmas break plans mm-hmm. are to, one of them is to watch the Ken Burns country music documentaries, but it's, like, 10 parts. It's really oh, long. No. Um, so I haven't gotten around to it yet, but that's on my agenda for the holidays. Are you, Are you? have, we, have I... Uh, do we have a riff in our friendship because of
0: my, like, feelings about country music?
1: No, because I don't like hip-hop, and okay, you're fair. fine with that. So yeah. it's Fine with it's that. Okay. I love it. You know, like, you've made peace with it. And oh, like, I'm exceptions. fine with you not liking hip-hop. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 I yeah, thought you yeah. meant I'm fine with hip-hop. And I was like, that's an understatement! No, you're
1: very passionate about right. it. Right. <laughs> no, you've so accepted funny. me I for who that. I am. You're like, no, no, you're passionate about that.
0: So no, I'm yeah, totally fine just... with you. Not, and I, yeah. And, but, like, I bet you'd probably have fun if I took you to a
1: concert. Yes. And I do like some of it. It's kind of like you with country. It's Correct. just not my go-to. Right. You're
0: going to mm-hmm. Beyonce, but you're not going to Amigos concert.
1: Exactly. I don't right. even know what that is. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know any of those people either, like, Little, whoever, or wait, 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 There's Little, or... a million. <laughs> little Yachty, Little Baby. <laughs> yeah, there's everybody. too many little people. I don't know who they all are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not to be confused with da baby oh my
0: gosh <laughs> oh my that's God. too funny
1: anything else before we bid them adieu Ooh, adieu adieu to you and you and you.
0: bo's <laughs> already saying goodbye yeah she is that's it i don't know why are you so itchy Quit cut it out stop She
1: probably has to go potty maybe usually Put she's that better dumb dog coming. out yeah, yeah i will i will get out of here don't forget to subscribe, you guys, and leave us a five star review. We love that. And we'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.
0: Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader.